nothing you know is going to dash your trustworthiness more easily with your clients than than not doing what you say. So the fact that I get things done, the fact that you get things done when you say is imperative for your business reputation. Creating the beauty business that you dream of doesn't have to take over your life. It's all about mastering some basic principles and putting in place strategies to give your business the strong foundation it needs to build from. Throw in the right mindset, a handful of proven systems, being willing to stretch your comfort zone just a little and knowing how to promote and market yourself properly and your success is inevitable. Problem is, that's not what they taught you when you were learning your skills. So that's what I'm here for. Welcome to the Beauty Business Podcast. Now with over half a million downloads worldwide, it's the number one podcast for the independent beauty business owner, dedicated to helping you grow your business, to get the clients and the money that you want without all the stress and the worry. Now, my name is Adam Chatterley, and I've been helping spas and salons all over the world to succeed for over 20 years now. And I'm going to help you transform your business starting today. Hello, how are you? Welcome to the Beauty Business Podcast. And today we're talking all about deadlines and using them to get stuff done. Before we dive into the episode today, though, I wanted to make sure that you've taken the opportunity to grab yourself a copy of my incredibly popular, entirely free and very useful ebook. It's called The Seven Day Booking Boost, and that's exactly what it is. Well, it's actually that and a whole lot more. It's basically a framework for quite simply leveling up your beauty business in just 15 minutes a day. The initial result of that being more bookings for you, and you'll start to see results inside of just seven days. But the longer you do it for, the bigger the results you're going to get. Now, it's brand new. It's brand new edition. It's rather beautiful. And it's specifically designed for beauty and wellness business owners and operators just like you. It contains a very simple, easy three-step process that'll take you just 15 minutes a day, ideally the first 15 minutes of your day, to almost guarantee a massive increase in your effectiveness, an increase in your connection with your clients and an amplification of all your marketing efforts, which in turn will bring you more bookings, more clients, and even a lot more sales as well. So if you want a very short, effective checklist that's full of delightful humor and joy, then go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash boost and download your copy today. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are in the world listening to me at this time. This is Adam Chatterley, your five foot eight-ish tall beauty business coach. And today we're talking about deadlines. Well, we're talking about getting stuff done and using deadlines as a way to make that happen for you. Deadlines and some other things as well. But before we get started, I have a terrible confession to make. I have a a dirty secret that I need to let you know about. And it's the fact that I am a last minute doer. There, I said it. If you give me three months to complete a three-day project, I will probably get it done within the last three or four days. Now, that doesn't mean to say that I rush things. It's, you know, normally I'll actually take longer on a project than I probably should. That's a whole nother confession for another day. And I should also say I very, very rarely fail to deliver. I'm not sure I ever actually have failed to deliver, possibly late, but (laughs) I don't think I've ever failed to deliver on a project. Um, And that's a good thing, really, because nothing, you know, is going to dash your trustworthiness more easily with your clients than 
than not doing what you say you can do. So the fact that I get things done, the fact that you get things done when you say is imperative for your business reputation. But fortunately, I've had the benefit of knowing myself for a little bit over 40 years now, which means that I've recognized that I work best to a deadline. And knowing this enables me to hack my own work process by creating these series of constraints to force myself to get things done when I say I'm going to get them done. So if you're a last minute doer, a last minute uh, procrastinator, a putter offer, then creating these kind of constraints may work for you as well. And that's what I wanted to kind of introduce to you and talk about in this podcast episode. So one thing I do, I find it best to mix up my constraints. You know, deadlines is one thing, it's an obvious thing, but they get boring after a while and boring is, well, kind of boring. So what can you use to spice things up a little bit? What other options have you got other than deadlines, other types of constraints that can actually help you? Well, here is my list that I hope will help you come up with things that you can do. Now, first of all, most things that we have to get done really do come with some sort of hard deadline. And honestly, if they don't come with a hard deadline, if there's not kind of a date that they absolutely have to get done by, there's an argument as to whether they're actually important and really need doing at all. But the idea here is really for a stress-free world to get things done kind of before the deadline. So you're not kind of, you know, (laughs) bringing back days at at university or college and cramming at the last minute to like, you know, two o'clock in the morning before an exam or before something is due to get it done. So one thing you can do is to set your own deadline for the task. You can do this a few days or a week before the real deadline is due. This is kind of the business equivalent of telling that one friend that we all have who's perpetually late whenever we arrange a time to meet where we tell them that we're actually meeting at, say, 7 p.m. when you're really meeting at 8 p.m. in the hope that they actually turn up on time. We've all got at least one of those friends, right? But the problem is that if you're the one that sets this slightly earlier deadline, then secretly, you know, you've got a little bit of extra time to play with. Now, I'll be honest, this doesn't really work so well for me because my brain still remembers the real deadline. So I kind of need something a little bit more powerful. So that's where something called the positive reward technique comes in. Now, this is a technique aimed at pleasure seekers. Okay. So pleasure seekers can use this as a reward to yourself uh, when you complete a task on time. Now, depending on the size of the task, it can be a, a small thing or a big thing. So it could be like coffee and cake in a magazine at your favorite coffee shop uh, for 20 minutes with you know all your uh, phones and electronic stuff turned off so you can just have your own time. Now for a bigger task, it could be you know uh, a day at a spa or uh, a, a, an overnight stay away in your favorite hotel nearby or something like that, whatever floats your boat. On the flip side of that, you've got the negative forfeit, okay? This is for the fearful warriors out there, okay? Rather than rewarding yourself with something good when you get the task done, if you commit to doing something that you're going to hate, if you fail to get whatever it is done on time, then for a lot of people, that could be an even more powerful driver. Now, right now for me, um, something that's been coming up quite a lot is is the the topic of wild swimming. Um, my, my wife asked me uh, if I'd... She'd seen something on Facebook and she asked me if she wanted to go, if I wanted to go wild swimming with her. Now, honestly, nothing would put me off going anywhere more than the concept of going wild swimming. The idea of squidgy mud and slime between my toes as I go out swimming in what's likely to be a freezing cold lake here in the UK. Mm, No, thanks. So whatever your negative forfeit is, you know, keep it legal, please. Now, if you mistrust yourself, 
to follow through on that reward or that forfeit if you do or don't deliver something on time. You know, if you're the kind of person who'd sort of go, oh, well, I only missed the deadline by a day. That's sure close enough. Then you can deploy stage two, which is the public promise. Now, this involves telling someone about your deadline, your own deadline, and your reward or your forfeit for hitting it. So you can tell someone that you know will hold you to it and tell them why it's important to you too. And that's ironically really important because if you tell them why it's important for you to do it, they're more likely to actually hold you accountable. Okay, so give your word to them that this is something you really, really want to get done by a certain date, so much so that they need to be your stick if it's negative or your carrot if it's positive. Now, next thing you've got, if you don't trust your friend either, if you think they're going to let you off, well, better yet, you can tell a whole bunch of people, okay? So if it suits you and you really want to get something done, you can tell a whole bunch of people that stand to benefit from you getting your thing done or lose out if you don't. Now, I've used this technique to hold events and create courses that I've wanted to create before. If you sell tickets to something in advance and tell people where and when it's going to happen, now that's a deadline that you can't argue with. You've got to get things done uh, to make that happen. And there's nothing that kind of lights a fire under you like someone having, especially if they've paid money, committed money to the thing that it is that you're trying to deliver. Now, this brings up a really interesting point. Um, and it's the powerful force for making changes, for leveling up, and simply getting stuff done that is accountability. So the whole notion of the public promise is based on accountability. It's you saying to the someone out there, I'm going to do this thing by this date, and if I don't, I will do this. And if I do, I will get this reward. Now, I don't know about you, but accountability has been popping up everywhere for me this year. Possibly it's a reaction to not being able to do everything we've wanted to be doing for the past year. Obviously, we've all had various different restrictions placed on us. And I think many of us know what we want, or at least have a good idea of what end result we'd like in our businesses generally or in our life. But we struggle with the prioritization of what to do. You know, the endless number of distractions and interruptions, not to mention shiny object syndrome that have been flung at us all the time, 24 hours a day on our phones and our computers and in advertising and on TV and all these different kind of things. And I think that's what holds us back and keeps us where we are. But accountability is the secret weapon that cuts through all of this. You know, however it is that you achieve it, accountability just stomps all over things like procrastination because you've made that promise. It's out there now and you quite simply got to get it done because your reputation is on the line, how you perceive yourself is on the line, all these different things. So what tasks have you got coming up? Is there anything that you've secretly been putting off for yourself? You know, how can you create a reward that's appropriate to getting the task done? How can you implement a forfeit if you don't get the task done by the time you want to get it done. Do both, you know, give yourself a reward if you get it done or a forfeit if you don't. Then you've got kind of double um, positive, negative action going in your favor. And how on top of that, can you create some additional accountability in your way 
to finally getting the thing done. Now that just leaves potential things like roadblocks of, you know, how do I do it? Or what do I do next? Or is this the right way to do it? And that's where a little bit more advanced accountability comes in. And that's where the services of someone like a mentor or a coach or something like that really shows their worth. You know, I think accountability is very much the key to your major success this year, not only in just a task or two, but in everything you do. You know, it's difficult, it's time consuming to come up with all these rewards and forfeits and find someone who's going to keep you accountable for everything that you want to get done. And that is why I've created the exact framework to give you this ultimate accountability with the absolute minimum amount of time, commitment, and effort required. And if that's something that you feel would be helpful, useful to you, I'd love to tell you more about it. And if that's the case, all you need to do is pop me an email to adam at beautybusinesssecrets.co and put the subject line as accountability. And I'll get back to you and I will tell you exactly how I can help you do that. So if you want to get everything you do done in less time, less time than you can even believe it's possible, send me an email, put the word accountability in the subject line, and I will show you exactly how to get that done. Okay, that's all it is for me. Short and sharp episode this week from me. I hope you have an amazing rest of the week, and I will be back again very soon. You've been listening to the Beauty Business Podcast. My name is Adam Chatterley. And if you've enjoyed this show today, then you must make sure you don't miss another episode. Just click subscribe in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on to be notified when a new episode is released. And if you'd like even more help starting, growing, or scaling up your beauty business, then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help. And there are a number of resources right there to entertain, enlighten, and assist you in your business journey, no matter what stage you're at. 